welcome to the Cardinal and Cream podcast. My name is Avery Chanel and I'm Features Editor. And I'm here with Aubrey Edgison and Hannah Freeland. Um, and we are recording a podcast. This is something that's new to us. And we've already had such a fun time, you know, just getting started with this podcast. Um, yeah, so to get going, um, we just came off of Thanksgiving break, um, you know, kind of getting back into the swing of things after a nice break. So let's start off by saying our favorite Thanksgiving food, and if you could share your name, year, and major with our listeners. I'm Hannah Freeland. I'm a junior communications major with a minor in international relations, and um, this is my first year in practicum and writing for Carl and Cream. It's been really fun. Um, So over Thanksgiving, I went home for a little while, but we always go um, have Thanksgiving like lunch or dinner at my cousin's house in Nashville. And my aunt usually cooks. This year we ordered food in just for, like, logistics and everything. My favorite food is always the sweet potato casserole, which is what I usually make. And we didn't this year. I actually don't remember if we had it this year, but my aunt makes sweet potato rolls, which are also really good. Um, And then the pie, of course. Yeah. Yeah, It was a fun, fun Thanksgiving. That's awesome. I'm glad. I'm Aubrey Edgerson. I'm a sophomore journalism major with a minor in international affairs. Um, And I actually have very strong opinions about Thanksgiving foods particularly stuffing. Okay. Um, because I believe that stuffing is the best Thanksgiving food and mm. also should be put in the turkey when the c- turkey is cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm. But so we went down to Florida. We went down to Pensacola for Thanksgiving because my brother and sister-in-law are there. And my sister-in-law is, she's a pastry chef. So like she takes food very seriously. Wow. And apparently since stuffing in the bird is like a salmonella risk, she refused to put stuffing in the bird, and that is the closest thing I have ever seen to my family getting in a Thanksgiving argument. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a funny thing to get in an argument about, too. Yeah. So yeah, where stuffing. are you at on the stuffing versus dressing? Debate? I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> dressing is a liquid. I'm sorry. Oh, it okay. just, you can't, you can't say dressing and expect me not to, like, I don't know, watch you pour ranch out of a bottle. Okay, mm. it's interesting. Not, it's interesting. Not a, Yeah. No, I I can see that. I can see that. Well, like I said before, my name is Avery and I'm a junior journalism and intercultural studies double major. Um, And I'm so excited to be here today with these lovely ladies. Um, It's going to be a great time. Uh, Today we're talking about personas. So a lot of the ideas on this podcast and the ideas to come on this podcast kind of came out of just conversations we had during class, conversations in class. you know, just studying the library, things that come up just in conversation. And I think that's one of the best parts about being a comm arts major and specifically journalism is that any conversation you have or any idea you're curious about, it could end up in an article or a podcast. Yeah. And that's just so fun. <laughs> and it's just so cool to get to see things go from, you know, ideas around a table to we're actually here recording a podcast right now. So, yeah, it's really fun. Um, and if you've kept up with Cardinal and Cream over the past few years, you may be thinking, why are you guys doing a podcast? I thought you just do articles. Well, we're all about creativity at Cardinal and Cream and exploring new ideas. So um, we've had a few students that have done podcasting in the past, um, in uh, past editorial staffs through the years, and we're going to bring it back. Um, so here we are. We're talking about personas. Um, if you've ever taken any class with Professor Ted Cluck, you may have heard about personas before. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, he's kind of the inspiration for this podcast. So we have to uh, credit Professor Cluck. If you're listening, shout out to Professor Cluck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is kind of an idea that he brings up in his class a lot. Um, just 
what is your persona? And sometimes he'll just say things like, oh, you know, that's persona building work. And at first I was kind of like, what? what are you talking about? Um, but now I really understand it, you know, of different things contributing to your persona and, um, you know, different aspects of your identity contributing to your persona. And I think that this is such an important thing in college, finding your persona, um, especially starting freshman year, you know, you kind of have a fresh start and it's who are you going to be and what kind of persona am I going to have? So what are y'all's thoughts on that? Any interesting personas you've had through the years? Mm. <laughs> Aubrey's face right now. <laughs> Any that you'd be willing to share? <laughs> oh, I could probably come up with a few. It's really hard to think about because I, so I'm a junior, but I took a gap year after high school. Mm. And so I've already like been out of the house for about like four or five years now. And like remembering high school feels like I'm thinking about something that happened 10 years ago, but I know I was a very different person in high school yeah. than I am now. But since I did take a gap year between like graduation and moving to school and I had that year to like work and travel and there's some things that ended up being the COVID year. So like there was some stuff that I was going to do, but didn't get to do. But I feel like I had a lot of time to kind of like figure out who I was apart from like my high school identity and also mm -hmm. apart from my college identity and so then when I came into college as a freshman, I didn't necessarily feel that same feeling that I think a lot of people do of like, like who am I? Like, what do I care about? Um, like, what kind of people do I want to hang out with? What do I want to spend my time doing? And like, I still had those questions because moving across the state and being around an entirely new group of people that's like, you know, what am I doing? Um, yeah. But also because of like the experience that I had in the year between high school and college, it was a lot different for me. And so it's sometimes it's like hard to remember like what my persona was before I came here because I feel like the three years I spent at Union so far has been like just a continuous building of like who I was when I came in. And there's mm -hmm. been changes, but I feel like it hasn't been as, as drastic necessarily as some people experience when they like move out and move away. Yeah, that's interesting. But, and I... I knew that you'd done a gap year, but I completely forgot about that. So that I think that's interesting how your experience can be different than someone else that just came straight to college. Yeah. So do you feel like people were trying to find their persona while you were doing your gap year? Yeah, it was it was interesting because while I was in my gap year, you know, I had some friends who were still in high school and some friends who had already started college. I don't think I had any friends who were in a gap year at the same time as me. Mm -hmm. And so it was one of those things where it was like, I still had my friends, but they were, I feel like high school and college are seen as two very distinct phases of life. And so for me to be kind of in the middle of those things, I could really just do whatever I wanted, yeah. um, which was a big difference from my friends who felt like they had to do one thing or another based on like which part of their life they were in at that point. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of nice to like be able to watch that and be like, okay, this is what worked and this is what didn't. And so like when I moved on to college, it was like, okay, I know it's not going to work. And I mean, I still made mistakes and you know, things happen. And I was like, okay, that doesn't work. Um, and we like changed that and we grew in that. Um, but the, I think the gap year was definitely really good for me and helped yeah. me a lot with like building who I am in college now. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, That's awesome. This was, it was a pretty, I laughed because it was a, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to find the best way to phrase this. So there's kind of um, a sense in which like my background is a bit like what the gap year did for you in terms mm -hmm. of like other people trying to find their personas 
Um, but mine was a bit earlier because I was homeschooled all the way through. Mm-hmm. So because you spend the majority of your time in your house being unobserved by the general population, yeah. you don't do a whole lot of persona work. Um, so that was a huge shock for, I know for me and a couple of, um, of other friends of mine who were homeschooled coming to college and being like, oh, this is a thing that people do slash need to do mm-hmm. to be easily identifiable. We were actually talking in one of my classes today about somebody being iconic from the back. So like a, a second of screen time, you know who that person is. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what like persona building is. So <laughs> if I were to describe kind of what my persona, what I hoped my persona would be, I was so desperate to be cool. Mm. Oh, I wanted to be cool so bad. And I, I don't have the personality for that because I care way too much about random interactions with people. And I was like, oh, geez, did I just say like something mildly awkward? Man, what mm-hmm. an idiot. Mm-hmm. In a way that somebody who can pull off like the cool, the cool girl persona kind of doesn't care. It's not that like she doesn't care about other people. It's just yeah. like. She's able to say water off a duck's back, which I cannot, I cannot <laughs> say. I go home after a long day and I think through every single thing that I've said. I'm mm. like, wow, was that, was that stupid or can I like fly under the radar here? Mm. So I tried really hard to be the tomboy when I was growing up. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, is that, is that how to make friends? Is that how to be a cool girl? Mm-hmm. I played football in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. which I was already smaller than most of the people I knew. <laughs> yeah. So it was, was not a good, not a good fit. Um, I did speech and debate in high school. So that's a, another kind of like, I know I'm not cool because I'm a nerd and I do speech and debate. Mm-hmm. But like in my speech and debate community, can I be cool right the answer is still no because everybody knows (laughs) well I mean do you think that like the way you perceive yourself and the way other people perceive you can be like too different like for you to think that like with like you're not cool because you did speech and debate like there are people who can look at that and be like oh my gosh like that's so cool that she can get up and like you know debate all these other people like with a partner and like figure out that dynamic or just do it by herself and like win all these rounds like I feel like the perception other people have of you can be different than what you think it is like regarding the things that you do. Cause like, if that's something you're passionate about and care about, like it's part of your persona, mm. but it isn't necessarily like a negative thing mm. from the outside. If that makes sense. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. I think there definitely is a, a disconnect between the way that you see the things that you do and the way that others do. Yeah. Um, and it can be more positive than what you're expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so interesting how, the experiences we had as a kid, especially in high school and middle school as well, can really influence our personas now. Like you were talking about being homeschooled. Like I was also homeschooled. And I knew about the persona of the homeschooler and I didn't want to be that. (laughs) (laughs) And I tried so hard not to be that. And it was just always so interesting just saying I'm homeschooled. It's like they've assigned a persona to you already. And I think that that was definitely something that um, it, it wasn't something that I would say, like, I regret. It was just something that was, like, difficult, you know, because I didn't want anyone to assign me a persona. And I still don't want anyone to assign me a yeah. persona, you know, <laughs> like, I don't think that's anything that uh, people particularly enjoy. But, yeah, I think that it definitely can lead to a lot of, like, feeling like you have to prove yourself, you know, of, like, mm. I don't want to have that particular persona, um, 
And I think we're all guilty of it, you know, like people like to assign personas to other people Mm -hmm. because that's how we understand the world is by categorizing it. And that's how our brains understand things. And I just think it's so fascinating how you can look at somebody and say, oh, they're in this organization or, you know, they're this major or they're from this place. And then you assign a persona to them already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so interesting. And it kind of makes me wonder sometimes is having such defined personas. I feel like especially on a small campus and in a small town like Jackson, um, people identify to their certain, you know, organization or club mm-hmm. very easily. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that having a certain persona is a good thing or do you think that um, there can be benefits of it? Mm. I don't know. While you were talking, I was thinking, like, to what extent do we use persona, like, interchangeably with a stereotype? Yeah. Because um, I think, like, from an external point of view, like, if I'm looking at the two of y'all and I try to, like, assign each of you a label, so to speak, Mm -hmm. that feels more, like, stereotyping to me. But, like, for you guys and for me to think of myself, like, internally and what defines me, like, that feels more like me building a persona for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, this is how I want to be viewed. Yeah, it almost feels like more of a personal process. Yeah. Like, stereotypes, I guess, are assigning a persona to someone else. And then personas are almost more personal of how you want to be perceived by the world. Yeah, and what you understand of yourself. Because there are also, like, there's two sections to persona building, I think. One of them is what you do. And the other thing is, like, uh, the way that you present yourself in terms of the way that you dress. Sometimes even Mm. the way that you do your hair. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, to a certain extent, like, you can stereotype people more based off of the way that they present themselves in the persona building thing mm-hmm. um, than than the things that you do. Because I was trying to find out, like, the, the delineation between persona building and um, stereotyping. And I think mm-hmm. I think Hannah's right in that yeah. it's, it's what you give somebody, especially if it's negative. Yeah. That's going to be a stereotype mm-hmm. for someone. Because, like, the stereotype of a geek... Yeah. It's like, yes, nerdy, but there's a picture that comes to your mind, mm-hmm. not necessarily like the things that the person does. Yeah, right? and it kind of ties back to your aesthetic, mm-hmm. which I think is such a big thing today. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe more so now than it has been in the past. But it's like, what's your aesthetic? You know, you have to find your aesthetic, mm-hmm. especially in like fashion or the way you're going to decorate your dorm room or, or things like that, you know? And everyone wants to identify with like a certain type of style, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is how I dress or like, these are the things that I'm drawn to and the things I like to participate in. And part of me doesn't think it's that bad, you know, like, it's kind of fun to be like, you know what, I'm going to change my wardrobe. This is going to be my aesthetic now, you know, (laughs) like, I think it's fun. And, and it can kind of become a way of romanticizing life, Mm -hmm. um, which I feel like too much of that can definitely have its dangers. Um, but if you want to dress a certain way because that's how you want the world to perceive you, I don't think that, I, I don't want to say there's not a harm in it, but I think that it can be good in some mm-hmm. aspects, you know, and it can be a way of self-expression mm-hmm. and it can be a way of, you know, being creative and um, artistic, things like that. Um, but I feel like very easily we can kind of cross the line of this isn't just my persona, like this is who I am. And I think we hold things so tightly that it's like I have to 
put on this act, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people have to look at me and say, you know, oh, this is her persona. And like, I like this about her. I like this about them, you know? Yeah. And I just think it's so interesting how people so easily can idolize things, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's just so interesting. And that's something that I've kind of been thinking about more recently is just the silliest things that we can idolize, you know? And mm-hmm. it's it's just so so interesting. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people's appearance directly like correlates with how they feel about themselves Mm -hmm. and like the way that they present themselves externally is like, oh, like if I, you know, put on a pair of jeans today instead of the same hoodie and Nike shorts I've been wearing for the past five (laughs) days, then like I'm going to feel more confident or feel like I can do better on like this exam that I have later today. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know for some people that I know or have known in the past, like that's been a really big deal for them is like, you know, I'm going to wake up each morning and I'm going to look as put together as I can because Mm -hmm. I know that'll help me throughout my day. And there are days where, like, I did that this morning. I woke up and I was like, you know what? We've got a lot going on today. I'm going to put on a pair of jeans instead of, you know, my leggings and, and, and yeah. hoodie. Um, but then there are other days where it's like, I just don't care, yeah. you know? And that doesn't change the way I feel about myself mm-hmm. internally. It's just like I decided to look different today. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting to see, you know, the different types of people and whether or not, like, the way they're presenting themselves is directly affecting the way that they feel about themselves internally. Yeah, and I think that when you can finally reach a point in your life where the things that you're doing, like deciding what you're going to wear, deciding what things you're going to be involved in, um, the kind of person you are, when you're doing it directly because that's what you want to do and mm-hmm. not because you feel pressure, yeah. I think that's one of the most liberating things yeah. because you can really you know, wake up in the morning and do what you want to do for you and not really yeah. feel like the outside pressure to continue a persona just because that's how you want people to view you, you know? Yeah. And oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you saying? Well, do y'all think that like people ever get to a point where they're not building a persona anymore that's, and they've kind of reached question. the point where like, they're like, this is who I am now and this is who I'm going to be for the rest of my life? Or do you think people are constantly like adding or yeah. changing things about themselves? I feel like it gets to the point where there are some people who are going to like switch personas throughout their lives, depending mm-hmm. on what stage of life they're in. Mm-hmm. So like a jock persona, you kind of have to grow out of that at some point, like the older you get. Yeah. I mean, unless, <laughs> you, unless you go like into the Olympics, but I feel like even people who are like yeah. Olympic athletes are not people who have that kind of persona. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of just disappear into their sport, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that you can kind of see the persona evolve. Because mm. um, I'm, I mean, I've been thinking about for the past three minutes, like, you know, the people who wear chacos, like people who love their chacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, there's a sense in which the love of chacos very specifically is something that they're probably going to grow out of. Mm-hmm. But the other things that that leads to, like a love of the outdoors, a love mm-hmm. of yeah. sustainable energy and like, really healthy foods and a healthy lifestyle, I don't think that's something you can, like, kind of grow out of. I think it just takes it on a different shape the older you get. Mm, yeah. Um, but that also depends on, I don't know, the people who will latch on to the persona that will last them a lifetime Yeah. kind of have a different... They're on the, the Chaco scale. <laughs> the <Chaco> scale. <laughs> on the Chaco scale, they're probably people who own Chacos, 
Mm-hmm. So they're not the people who like hide the fact that they have chacos, yeah. right? Until you go on a camping trip and you're like, ah, I see. You're you've a chaco been, girl. You've yeah, been one of those the whole time. <laughs> Um, they have chacos, but they don't wear chacos every single day. Because yeah. I feel like the people who wear chacos every single day will at one point be tired of having the tops of their feet exposed to mm. the elements, and they will stop. And maybe, possibly, I'm not going to say this for them, I'm not going <laughs> to prescribe their fate. They might, because they've been so obsessed with like the physical thing, they might not have a latching onto the persona that will last them for mm, a yeah. while. And I think it really all goes back to really, you know, this is going to sound cliche, but like, who are you on the inside? You know, like, what is your heart? Um, And ultimately, what's inside of you is going to spill out um, around you. I heard this analogy the other day that I thought was so good. Um, You know, if you have a cup, whatever's in it, like coffee or tea, and you shake the cup, obviously, things are going to pour out of the cup. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of this idea of like, whenever things get rough or whenever you're shaken, like whatever's inside of you will spill out. Yeah. And I just thought that that was a really cool analogy. Um, Because I think that whatever your persona is, you will at some point reach kind of this understanding of, I don't know if I can maintain this anymore, you know? Yeah. And for some people that comes on really early in life and for some people like they may not realize that until they're much older and that's perfectly fine but I think that you just kind of have to reevaluate like am I doing the things that I'm doing because I actually like this or am I doing this because I want other people to like that I like this to like me yeah and as a person of faith it all comes back to my identity in Christ, you know, because as a Christian, like I can try to have every persona, every, you know, I can try to arrange my life the way that I like it, Mm -hmm. but it has to come back to an identity in Christ, you know, and that's not, that's not easy to find. It's not easy to, you know, be secure and rooted in your identity in Christ. And it's a journey, you know, that's just part of the Christian walk is it's a journey. Mm -hmm. But I think that whenever you can reach that place of being secure in who you are and being secure in who God made you to be, I think that your persona almost becomes itself, you know? Like, I think Mm -hmm. being rooted and secure in your identity, that's a persona in itself, you know? Yeah. And I think if you're pursuing things of Christ and pursuing things that are important to you, I think that your persona will eventually evolve around that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think there's so many people, even at Union, um, which is such a blessing, I think there's so many people at Union that I'm like, oh, you know, they're secure in the person that they are. They're secure in their persona. And they do the things that they do because they like them. And, like, I think that that's a persona in itself and one that I would say arguably is one of the most genuine personas. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's interesting especially now as college students to be having this discussion because Mm -hmm. so many people, you know, and and the whole nature of college is to be constantly changing. Right. Like you come to college knowing that you're hopefully going to leave in four years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, like we all come to college knowing that it's temporary. And I think it's so interesting the things that will come out of college and will be part of us forever and the things Mm -hmm. that will come out of college and be, you know, 
different as we move on to the future. Especially since uh, this was really funny. The the biggest like advertising campaign that Union did a couple years back was be transformed. Mm-hmm. Like that mm, is yeah. that is their advertising for the school. That it's not just you're going to come and you're going to do classes and you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. It's that you will be changed not only in your dealings with others, but their hope is, our hope is, um, being changed in relationship with Christ to kind of get to a persona where if you were to identify it, it wouldn't be jock or nerd. It would be the name of a person. Mm-hmm. Like, your persona is Samuel Stuttheimer. <laughs> There's <laughs> the same cameo. <laughs> had to do it at least once. You know, your persona is Hannah. Mm-hmm. Your persona is Avery. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on the Cardinal and Cream podcast. And thank you to Aubrey and Hannah for this wonderful conversation and being willing to record today. Um, if you'd like to hear more episodes of the Cardinal and Cream podcast, visit www.cardinalandcream.info. And you'll also find daily articles on there as well. Thanks for listening. And we'll hope you join us next time. Mm-hmm.